This week's episode of The Curious Podcasts is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Curious Podcasts. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 22 of the Curious Podcasts with me, Dr. Drusifer, and this arsehole next to me, Richie Lawless. Who, me? Yes, you. Well, you know, you, you did end the show last week by calling me a selfish bastard. Still stand by that. So this week, we're live from the centre of the fucking earth. Where there's a hurricane blowing. It's fucking boiling. Yeah, we've had to... Um, Use some nature magic to summon a hurricane, just to try and cool your fat ass off. Is it working? Nah, not really. Didn't think so. Well, like I always say, never trust the magic, we'll learn from Magic Gem. Chill. Magic Gem? Madam Gem. Chill. Whatever. So what, what, have you got anything special for us this week, or is it just the same shit as always? <laughs> I think, I think every week is special, Joe. I've got Richie's corner. Uh huh. I mean, that's all that needs to be said, really. Fair enough. Fair enough. So four hundred percent of our viewers tune in just for that. That doesn't say much, given how low our listener base is. One or two people, then, but still, one of them two people listens to Richie's corner. Uh, that'll be you. Aye. <laughs> um. Well, this week for the curiosity discussion post. You'll be glad to hear we're going back to conspiracy theories. Yeah. That'll definitely keep Chinese Craig happy. <laughs> He's been bleating on long enough. Where the conspiracy's coming back? Well, Craig, today. They're coming back today. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a conspiracy theory that's been floating around for 25-ish years. 7,000 years. Called the dead internet theory. Let's get into it. Okay then. Well, do you have? Should, should we? Should we do some dad jokes? Um. All right. Um. My wife's leaving us. Well, she's threatened to leave us because of my obsession with Batman. <laughs> what a joker! <laughs> yeah. Well, why did Anna and Elsa's parents not teach them the alphabet? Oh, I don't know. Because it got lost at sea. Ah, uh, nice, nice. Okay, well then, now that... Uh, now that everyone stopped listening to it, we can start. Let's actually get on with the content. Come on, come on. We're it then. I'm trying, I'm trying. We'll get the key. I am using the key. Got the one. Yeah, there we go. Like, stop, but I'll spew. Right, that's disgusting. <sighs> if, I say, if I do spew, I'm not cleaning it up, so... You never clean up when you make a mess exactly. anyway. I mean, look, the tacks are still there from, like, what, two, three weeks ago? That says more about you than me, though. <laughs> right, anyway, are we in the corridor here? Well, welcome back to the Curiosity Scratching Post, where we're returning... To conspiracy theories instead of story reading. Are you happy, Richie? I'm always happy. Except for when I'm reading a Except story. for when I'm in this fucking corridor thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, as promised, this week I'm talking about a conspiracy theory called the Dead Internet Theory. Now, the Dead Internet Theory was first conceived uh, around the end of the 20th century and start of the 21st century. Um, was inspired by concerns around the internet's increasing complexity and the potential for cyber attacks. Well, as we started to become more reliant on the internet, uh, the theory started to gain more traction in discussions between the tech enthusiasts, futurists uh, and other researchers. However, the exact origin of the theory isn't known. 
But yes. um, things were sort of like culminated and brought together uh-huh. uh, in a post. I think it was on 4chan. Oh, yeah. Uh, by a user called Illuminati Pirate. And the way it looks is like everyone's got their own little piece of the theory, but no one's got the full picture. But he's ma- he managed to bring a lot of it together from different people and, and put it together into one mm-hmm. post. But they're now saying that it kind of stopped being a theory and became a reality at some point around 2016 2017 Mm -hmm. which is regarded as the death of the the internet right now the reason they believe it's around this time is that because of the majority of the internet traffic stopped being human and was more bots and artificial intelligence Mm-hmm. More and more news articles being automatically generated by AI and bots rather than humans, you know, like publishing fake news. Yeah. Um, but it was fake news that was generated by bots, not by humans. Yeah. So when you, you know when you say like, these clickbait articles, and then you read them, and it's like generic stuff that you've already read before, maybe like twenty times before in other articles. Oh, it's nothing to do with anything at all. It's bots. It's AI. It, it, it's just falsified stuff to generate traffic to that company's website uh-huh. um, but I, I think the irony of it is I'm probably jumping ahead of myself a bit here but the irony of it is that the majority of the traffic that's being generated is actually by other bots AI and shit yeah so it's bots reading material written by bots. Right. But we'll get we'll get to that a bit later on. So obviously the bots and the artificial intelligences have been created by companies, as I said, to generate traffic. Like clickbait and what have you. Um Actually with when I said I was jumping ahead of myself, it was actually the next bit <laughs> so I didn't really jump ahead of myself I just wasn't reading what I'd written um, so, yeah, so the like I said the irony of it being that the company's using this method that the majority of their traffic is some of that AI bots yeah. um, that have been created to artificially boost traffic to trick the algorithms used by search engines like Google yes so as you more the more traffic a website gets the higher priority gets on Google search results. Yeah. So like you search for something and like the top results at times it's have got never what you're looking for. Have got absolutely yeah. nothing to do with what you're looking for. It's just keywords. Uh-huh. Or just a which are hard out of nowhere. Yeah. So you've got to get through about uh what are your hands in my mouth? What are mine? <laughs> well it's not one of your pubes. Grey and curly, so it might be. No, no, mine is mine, mine's straight. <laughs> um, yeah, so like sometimes you gotta get through like five, six, ten ads before you even get to the search results, and then the search results have got nothing to do with what you were asking then in, in the first place. Fucking shit. I know. I mean, can you remember back in the day when you could look up anything on the internet? Ah, then what it is. You know. Back in, well, back in the days of dial-up, you know, AOL, you know, Netscape Navigator, Lycos, remember that website? You know, anyone could create a web page. It didn't cost anything. You didn't have to go paying for hosting your websites. You know, it's good. And, and there was like no real restrictions on what you were allowed to do. It's untamed, wasn't it? Yeah, it was untamed. It was new. It was new land. It was still fertile. You know. The natural resources hadn't been plundered in the name of freedom yet. In vain and persuade. Indeed. You know, remember Vine videos? Oh, aye, aye. You know? You don't you see anything like that now, do no, you? Well, TikTok, but it's not... It's not the same. Not the same. I mean, I know um, 
one of probably one of the most famous viners, Tom, uh, Tom Sanders. Oh, Story time. I mean, he's actually on TikTok now, and he's like reposting all of his old videos on yeah. there. Um, should definitely give him a follow. But, um, but I mean, things like that, like, you know, like the quality stuff, you know, the freedom of expression. Not even YouTube allowed you to do it anymore. No. Because back then, there wasn't things like community guidelines. Yeah. But the companies that flourished in the early days of the internet realised just how much power they were holding because everyone was going to them using their services because mm -hmm. they had so they were offering something that their competitors weren't and that was giving them the edge. You know, YouTube was doing it, Google was doing it, Yahoo was doing it. You know, it's some you know, Facebook overtook from MySpace. Yeah. You know, before MySpace, there was Face Party and other chat areas. You know that were good at the time when when you know chat websites were just starting out. Not as popular now, are they? I think people have, have become more antisocial online. Yeah, but it's like you, so you you went from the things like Face Party and I think KiwiNet. I think was another one. Uh, you know, I think the first party website might actually still be around. You just they're just not allowing anyone to sign up anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they all got washed aside when Facebook came out, and Facebook really grew. And I'm going to get to that later as well. Cause I, but they washed everyone under the carpet. You know. And then you got other big companies like Twitter, Reddit. No. Yeah, I think Reddit is like the but new. Oh, aren't all owned by the same? Pretty sure Google owns everything. No, well, Twitch is owned by Amazon. Oh, yeah. You YouTube is owned by Google. Instagram is owned by Facebook. Uh, I think somebody bought out Yahoo at some point, but I can't remember who. But you're right, it's all because you might still have all these individual sites or apps, but they're, you know, they are owned by the same handful of companies. And it's the same in pretty much any industry. It's like, say, what was it? I think like Pizza Hut, uh, Doritos, and what, and what have you, are all under the Coca Cola brand. Well, it's a corporation, isn't it? It's yeah. Massive but, but it's like you've got these. T no, I think no, I think Pepsi, I think Pizza Hut is Pepsi, and Domino's is Coca Cola. I tell you where I've got the. But but my but my point is is that you've got all these companies, all these all these brands, all these products, and it's and usually it comes down to two. It's actually just two competing parent companies, Pepsi and Coca Cola. You um, got classic examples. Yeah. But anyway, now, as I said before, you know, about the community guidelines. So these companies who realised they had the power, you know, that's when the internet started, like, mirroring the real world, like you just said, you know, being controlled by the top percenters. It was no longer a free world. Yeah, but that know. golden era. Yeah. Uh. So when community guidelines were introduced everywhere, you know, personal data being sold and passed around, the introductions of analytics, algorithms, our, fo our phones spying on us for targeted advertisements. Which isn't even a theory, it's fucking true. Oh, I'm not even I'm not even claiming it's a theory, we know it's true. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you be talking about something and then you pick up your phone to do a search on that thing and sometimes you don't even press one key and the like you'll tap on tap the type to search and it's already a suggested and it's, it's already the yeah. not only that it's the top one yeah. because it's fucking listening the phones are listening to it it's not a conspiracy theory it's truth it's fact yeah. they are listening to us 
they are spying on us. I see it myself nearly every day on my own phone. Yeah. Bastards. I know. So instead of the old days where it was, you know, like freedom of expression without any issues, mm. now if you want to make it and like say YouTube or whatever, you need to be saying the right things, no fucking swearing. Bastards. Cunts. Yeah, I love that word. So do I. You know. Now, if you you know if you're being foul mouthed like that, you know, or just seeing anything against what their narrative is. Yeah, anything that they deem controversial. And who who gets to decide what's fucking fake news? Do they know something that we don't? Of course they do. Bastards. They all do. They know what they don't want us to know. And that, that's something I'm going to bring up in a bit. But yeah, if, if, you talk, if you're talking about something that they don't want you to talk about, that they don't want the masses to know about. The ghost banning as well. Shadow banning, actually. Shadow banning, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's called shadow banning. Um, and you're really stealing my lines from me, you Sorry, prick. I wasn't going to look at it. <laughs> well, for that, you'd have to be able to read. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. But yes, exactly. They'll suppress your content so that you get no views. You know, people on, like, say, like, TikTok or Instagram or wherever, you get shadow banned so nobody's viewing your content. You could have hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of followers, and you can put, post a brand new video and not a single one of your followers will see that video. Because you've done or said something that that company doesn't like, and they'll, you know, they'll quote community guidelines at you, yeah. even though probably technically you didn't actually break the community guidelines, or there'll be someone who broke them far worse than you did, and isn't being shower banned at all because they've said what they want. No, because they're a celebrity. You know, like say Logan Paul. Who's just everywhere? I'll knock him out one of these days, you know. Kim Kardashian. And her. Because, you know, you get the models, you know, who, you know, want to be topless, want to be totally naked on, like, the photos or whatever. You know, and they'll be getting shadow banned, you know. Not, and not just, like, random women who do any, people who are actually in the sex work industry. And that's, and that's not just limited to prostitution, that's anything. But there's a big category, big catalogue of like things that are involved in sex work. Yeah. But they'll get shadow banned, or they get strikes on them, you know, or actually not just shadow banned, but actually banned. But then you got the legs of Kim Kardashian, who is a celebrity porn star, who shows the same sort, if not even more in depth content. Mm. Nothing happened. Because she's part of it. And, it's a, and that's actually a true example. That's not something I'm making up. But for the narrative, that actually happened. You know, there, there were strippers or, or uh, nude modelists mm-hmm. who were getting shadow banned or outright banned. And then Kim Kardashian was posting even more in-depth stuff than they were. And Instagram was doing nothing. Someone will be making money off that. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Money. Mm-hmm. Money talks. And sex sells. Aye. We've got no money, so that's why we don't get any. <laughs> I'm saying out. But he has, he has a shocking thing, though, right? You know how I was saying before about the dead internet theory is a concerning the majority of the internet traffic being bots in AI. In January this year, a report, but an article was published stating that a report had been done by a security company called Barracuda Networks. And what they found out is that only 30, 36% of traffic of the internet is human. human. Well, I mean, it makes sense, really. I'm actually surprised it's that. I'm surprised it's not less. 
Now, what I'm wondering though is whether or not that takes into account the deep web. Probably not. Probably not. Probably being... not even accurate. I mean, I mean, if if you take the deep web or dark web into account, or even if you just look at that area, then the traffic is probably going to be nearly hundred percent, if not hundred percent, human. Because who's who? There's nothing in the deep web for bots to be really getting involved in. Yeah. Unless bots want to want to become drug dealers. <laughs> you know, or, or, or virtual pimps. Pimping real women virtually. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, or, or, or stealing and then selling credit card Don't information. Don't trust AI, to be honest. I think it could possibly be the end of the world. Oh, we'll just wait until we get later on into this. Oh, this is... I mean, you said something before and I said I would get back to it. Can you remember what that was? No. No, neither can I. <laughs> okay. So, in 2013, the Times reported that only 50% of traffic on YouTube was human. Uh, this, is ten year, this is only 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And employees were worried about an inflection point where their algorithms would become so overwhelmed with bot activity they wouldn't be able to tell the difference between bots and humans anymore and they would be crossing comments left by bots as human Uh, interaction and posts left by humans as potential bots as fake comments so and this event was known as the inversion because we went from more humans to bots Mm -hmm. that became inverted and there was more bots than humans yeah and going back to the very beginning of the store of the theory that inversion has already happened in 2016 yeah so it went so went from 2013 being the theory the 2016 becoming a reality. Three years. That's all it took. Three years. Yeah. And that's scary. That, 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 is, that, is a, that is scary. But why has it happened? What's the driving force that is steered companies to do this? To create so many bots and all this AI to do all that? Any idea? Money. Money. So let's take Facebook. Right? When it comes to advertisers, Facebook deliberately overstates what their traffic is. You know. Now, they're probably... I think it's like... They claim they've overstated something like 60 to 150%. That they've all stated by, when in reality, it was actually close at the nine hundred percent that were overstating the traffic by to advertisers. So a great deal of the traffic um, that views the adverts on Facebook are actually from bot accounts. So companies are having their adverts viewed more and more by bots in the open forms and stuff isn't it and you are like streaming forms and stuff uh click forms yeah but it's like spotify and stuff yeah there's like you don't even have to be famous if someone at the top decides you're going to be famous they can make it happen yeah just through that yeah but i mean what i was actually going to get to that um it's probably more prevalent in china than anywhere else um they, you know, they're actually known as Chinese click farms, where they'll have hundreds or thousands of, like, say, smartphones also yeah, yeah. networked oh, up with the with the bots and the AI, going just going through videos and adverts, clicking likes, leaving generic comments or what have you to to inflate traffic on yeah. particular content. What happens is that for every view of an advert, whether it be from human or from bots, companies like Facebook, whoever it is who's doing the advert, like I said, Facebook, YouTube, 
Twitch as well, I think. Oh. Or probably even Spotify. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't matter whether it's a real person or computer. Basically, computer. AI owns the internet. We just visit it. Yeah. Now we're the guest. Yeah. But for ev- but as I, as I was trying to say, every view of the advert generates money. Yeah. Even though, it's more likely real. than not, it's going to be a bot. Now, the, the, comp- the advertisers want real people viewing the adverts or listening to their adverts. Not bots, but the companies like Facebook who are... Corrupt as fuck. Yeah, they know what's happening. And they don't care. Because if they want to... They've claimed that if they actually fix the issue, they would probably lose lose about 10% of the traffic. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think it would be more than that. Oh, aye. But they claim they would lose 10% of the traffic. Uh Uh-huh. in reality, that could result in the end run could result in a loss of billions. Yeah. But like I said, the the number is probably higher than ten percent. When you think about how much bot activity there is on the internet now, all the fake accounts and what have you. Uh-huh. So yeah. So if I was in their position, I wouldn't be in a rush to fix it either. No. But I'm not in their Zuckerberg's position. It's free money, basically. Yeah. Well, nothing for life's free, you know. But in the long run, you know, it's costing less than what they're getting. Yeah, absolutely. So, so in that in that respect, it's a bit on the free side, isn't it? So yeah, bots for profit, totally predictable, right? But according to the dead internet theory, it gets darker than that. Look, patterns have been seen. For example, profiles that never use real pictures for profile pics. You know, instead using things like anime characters or shapes like circles and stars. And the colours are used are always the same as well. Like pinks, purples, light blues. You know, so like soft colours. Mm-hmm. And the posts are always similar, no matter the account. You know, I'm young, I have a crush, you know. These are my hobbies. I'm likable. I'm relatable. Uh-huh. You know, or you know that sort of. You know. Generic shit. You know. Uh-huh. You know. And no matter what account you look at, the content's pretty much the same all the time. And so there's nothing unique about them. I've seen them for myself. Have you seen them? Hi. Yeah. Everybody's seeing them. You know, you just don't realise it's fake. Everybody know. gets one. And because um like before I even looked into the dead internet theory, before I'd even heard of the dead internet theory, I you know, I could spot these fake accounts pretty much straight away. Even if they had the picture of a real person, it's gotten that bad that even if it had the picture of a real person, I'm still extremely suspicious pessimistic sceptical you know you name it because it's not just about the profile picture it's about the content on the profile as well you know what what does the bio description say how many posts have they made what kind of contents in in those posts like see on instagram how many how many pictures or videos have they posted and what type of stuff is it and it's usually always the same, like in the bio, you know, uh, single, looking for meaningful re- relationship. <laughs> like as if Instagram's a f- fucking dating uh, website, you know, you know, and scantily clad pictures or videos like fake scammer just trying to dupe me or whatever, you know, not interested. Sometimes I'll engage, but that's just because I'm f- absolutely fucking bored as shit. And I like winding them up, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I'll, I'll wind them up because there's actually been time. I've gotten that good at doing this, right? I've actually found the actual person whose pictures have stolen. Said, yeah. um, excuse me, by the way, um, this is going on over here. In fact, I've just done one today. The scammer 
I actually actually um, thinking a few months ago, but it's actually been this um, this morning or this afternoon. I finally found the real person. Oh. And said, look, I've been looking for you for the last few months because someone was trying to scam us on this website using your profile picture, and I knew it was a scam straight away. Um, so yeah, I just let you know that, that this is going on on that website, and they're using your image to. To, to do the scam. Turns out it was you all along. And I was scamming myself. <laughs> I was scamming myself with my own profile picture. Okay, you look familiar. Uh, apparently I'd gotten drunk one night, had a shave and borrowed your wig. We've, well, we've all done it. We've all made all our egos. So there you go. So yeah, so it happens. There's fake accounts all over the place. Whether they be bots, scam artists... Or just a joke. Or a scam out of spot. Yeah. Some people make that fun just for a laugh as well. Like, buff granddad. Great. Yeah. But it's not just a case of the accounts. It's that these accounts can, not only will they inflate traffic, like I was talking about before, but these accounts are also used for spreading other generic news articles. Agendas. Or not so much as agenda, but stuff using stuff that's being used to distract us from what's really going on. Yeah. How often do you see posts about the supermoon? Not really. Oh I, I don't really that just do you see a lot? Around about the same time of year, every year. It's like, oh, look at this. This totally unique event is happening. The supermoon. Supermoon's happening this day. Or a pink moon or a blue moon. It's like, yeah, stuff that's ha- that happens every single year. In some cases, multiple times a year. We get posts about it every fucking year. And then you never fucking see it. Yeah, never see it. Supermoon, right? And I looked one night and I did not see a cape. And the moon definitely didn't have a big S on it, did nah. it? You know what? So there, the super moon. It's a lie. It's all lies. It was just Clark Kent the whole time. Clark Kent. <laughs> no, but seriously. I mean, no, there are sometimes where I've looked up and the moon has appeared to be bigger than usual. Well, yeah, because the orbit has brought it in a little bit closer, but then it's going to swim back out of the orbit again. In, in, in its regular orbit again. The regular distance again. Happens all the time called gravity you know there's nothing spectacular about it, it it's no. it's nature it's part of the natural order of things you know uh, but every year we see the article the, the same information being repurposed to distract you from what's really going we're on taking more money off you or the taxes yeah. are going up or, or if not the super moon there's another example for you. Murder Hornets. Ah, true. They popped up during, in the first year of the pandemic. And then mysteriously disappeared. And then, I think it was like a, a year and a half or so later, something popped up with Murder Hornets again. Do you know why they disappeared? No. So originally, when the Murder Hornets popped up, you know, that was actually an issue. The being transported over from somewhere else escaped but the reason why the whole thing about murder hornet suddenly disappeared was because the government had actually rapidly responded to kill them but the government done something good yeah fucking hell yeah the, the, the reason why there's like ah murder hornets and then zero anything about murder hornets was the government was like Oh, shit. Um, kill them. Now. And they did. But the news that the government had actually done something about the murder hornets wasn't widespread. You know, it was very limited mm. coverage about Which is strange, because you think they'd be bragging about it? You would think. But no. And that's... So, like... 
they could repurpose. They they, they could bring back murder hornets right. later on if need be. And then people won't be saying, "Well, I thought you killed them all." Exactly. Um, so yeah supermoons murder hornets and other things whenever you're seeing something that's an old story being rehashed from like a year ago two years ago something's or, going down so, yeah something's going down and they're just rehashing all material passing it off as something new and wonderful and unique mm. yeah it's totally happened before it's probably because they're trying to distract us from something else that's going on. Like some bill that they're trying to pass yeah. or something else. You know? So the question is... Why? What's the reason behind this? Well, there's a quote from the Dead, in Dead Internet Theory post itself. The original post about it. The US government is engaging in an artificial intelligence-powered gaslighting... Of the entire world population and that's because they're trying to keep us engaged uh, so that they can monitor what we've looked at what website was followed gauging what interests and views you know and then they'll show topics that they know we're going to be interested in or even topics they know that are going to infuriate us so we're going to stay stuck at the computer, either engaging in a discussion about some a topic that we're really invested in, or so that we can go all keyboard justice warrior on a topic that we hate, you know, as well as distracting us from other things that are going on, like I said before, you know, and I think I mentioned this to you, like, off the podcast like face to face like a few weeks back or so um shit me mind we just went blank Jared curious podcasts we keep it <laughs> we do our best to keep it the utmost uh, professionalism so when Drew's having a meltdown Why don't you look at your notes? Because it's not in the fucking notes. Fuck. Well, that was fantastic, Drew. <laughs> oh, fuck. What the hell was it I was going what to... What the hell was it I mentioned to you a few weeks ago? Fucking narrow it down a bit. So they want to keep us engaged. For the listeners out there, um, hold on to your seats here. I am on the edge of my seats, Yale. Whoop, whoop, nearly went, <laughs> nearly went. <laughs> that, that, whatever it is, I've lost it. I forgot it. Fantastic. Right, so yeah. Um, let's rewind it. Yeah, yeah so like I said, basically they're doing anything to keep her engaged. So, so in both cases, whether it be something well like, or something that's going to make us angry, it's all about distraction manip- and stuff, isn't it? Well, manipulation. Uh-huh. That that's the wording that's being used is manipulation. So. No, for some reason, I was sort of trying to remember again what, what it was I was If you see. listen really carefully, you can hear the monkey with the symbols in his head. Okay, let, let, let's, let's just forget about what whatever the hell... What, well, I clearly have already forgotten what it was I told you a few weeks come ago. Come on, come on. Right. Get it together. Oh, that's a good one. It's, yeah, so manipulating us, keeping us involved and engaged in what's going on, on what they want us to know about what's going on online. Wait a minute, that was it. I remembered. Okay, the thing I, t- I mentioned to you a few weeks ago, right? Uh-huh. In fact, or even last week, is that the media companies, you know, which are totally not controlled by the government at all. Mm. Totally independent. Totally independent, totally impartial, right? 
they will feed us news stories to fit their narratives. Propaganda, fitting the agenda, what have you. But what I mentioned, which is along those lines, if you go to Google in... I'll say it for the American listeners, okay? For the American listeners. If you go onto Google and type in, say, France or Paris, Uh you know, for those of you who aren't aware, Paris is the capital of France, you you will see pictures of, you know, architecture, Eiffel Tower, pictures taken by tourists and what have you. Yeah. Only nice things. Uh-huh. You know, Google... Be a shithole, isn't it? Uh, Google in America is only sh- showing nice things about the place. Nothing's wrong over there. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. It's the place to be. But if you Americans then go onto TikTok... You know that app that your government is actively trying to outright ban throughout the entire country? Yeah, so I wonder could, why. Go to TikTok and type in France or Paris and you'll learn the truth. Mm. All the riots, all the mayhem, all the chaos. Google won't show you that, Americans. But TikTok will show you the truth. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about the Chinese after what's happened with COVID and the fact that they're communists. But the app TikTok is, is showing <laughs> the truth. Me though, they're like, oh, TikTok, it's China trying to get all your details that Google's had for the last 20 years. Not just Google, Facebook, but that's jumping ahead. We haven't got to that part of the story yet. We've got all the personal details and everything. That's still to come. Oh, great. So, like I said, they control the narrative and keep us engaged by knowing what we like and what we don't like, uh-huh. what we look at, what we what we actively avoid and what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we end up with targeted advertisements and whatnot. That's why we always end up seeing what we like, what we like, or things that we most definitely fucking hate and they know that if it's something that is going to elicit an emotional response within us positive or negative we're going to engage with it if it's something that we just feel neutral about we're not going to but if we're on either side of the spectrum emotionally with it we're going to engage attention with it is attention though, isn't it? Yeah. and we're going to click on it we're going to read it we're going to comment on it we're going to be generating traffic. And generated traffic equals money. It's all about the money. But now where like where before we had a, quite a choice of companies in any sort of category. It's the illusion of choice. Well the choice isn't there anymore. Yeah. Or the choice is that hidden you don't realize there's a choice yeah. you know like at the end of the third matrix movie it's like when you're saying no the second one you're saying the, the the issue was choice but there had to be like humanity had to be only needed to be aware of the choice on a subconscious level yeah in order for the system to work it's true you know it's like you want to get involved, you know, you you want to read creepypasta stories uh-huh. or what have you. Where do you go? Reddit. Reddit. If you want to listen to a creepypasta story, where do you go? Yeah. Spotify. <laughs> oh. um, if you want to hear an actual an actual audio book, where do you go? Audible. You want to buy stuff, where do you go? Amazon. You want to interact with your family, where do you go? Facebook. So we've been told, but there's millions of other apps, isn't there? Yeah. You know, you, you you want you want to watch video game or stream? Where do you go? YouTube and Twitch. Here's the thing. 
you know, well, you want to search for something, where do you go? Google. You know, you want to video call someone, where do you go? Skype. And here's the thing, right? Like I said before, who owns Instagram? Facebook. Who owns YouTube? Google. Uh, who owns uh, Twitch? Amazon. Who owns Skype? Microsoft. It's all, uh, you know, sometimes you can have multiple choices for something and all those choices are owned by the same person. What's it compartmentalised or something? Where it's like, um, it's all with, or the spider web, it's all within. I can't, I can't remember, I think, I think I know what you're getting at, but I'm not sure. But yeah, diversity and choice is gone. Freedom of expression is gone. You know, community guidelines and all that. Choice is gone. The only thing we've got freedom is, is freedom to conform. Yeah. It's like, if you don't agree, then you're an extremist or you're a... A radical. Theorist. You know, or you're a liberal. Well, being a liberal isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, but there's always a... You're just taught, you know, we're just... People are trying to ingrain it into us that liberals are bad. Yeah. But are the they? extreme liberals are bad. The extreme... The f anything. Uh, extreme anything. Exactly. Feminists. You know, feminism... All for it. All for it. It's brilliant. I'm a feminist. But the extremists... Now, here's a bit of education for you guys. The extremists are feminazis, as they are so-called. You know, aren't actually feminists at all. Because feminism is about equality, equality, between, equality yeah. between both genders. Sorry, all genders. Right? <laughs> but the so-called feminazis have another name. An older name. A name older than feminism itself. You've all heard of men who look down at women, misogynists, oh, yeah? Well, feminazis are the women who look down at men. And that is called misandry or misandrists. They are most definitely not feminists, extreme feminists, fanatical feminists, or feminazis. They have absolutely nothing at all whatsoever to do with feminism. Yeah. They've hijacked it, though. Well, they've hijacked it, but chances are one person said it offhandedly. A bot, AI, has picked up on it and had fake accounts spamming, you know, feminazis or whatever all about the place, and that's how it's gained traction. And nobody's realised that artificial intelligence is the reason why that the term became so popular. Yeah. But that's a speculation. I don't know. But that seems the most plausible reason to me. It'll always... Well, I say it will always start with a human. But then again, for all we know, maybe the term feminazi was created by artificial intelligence as well. Not just spread by it, but created by it. What's real? Oh, just wait. It gets worse. Even worse. <laughs> Even worse. So, moving on. Also in the original post about the dead internet theory, it was claimed that... Fucking hell, I forgot that's what it was called. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Uh, it, it's claimed that there are a number of online influencers, you know, like... Instagram people and what have you. Influencers. Influencers, yeah. Sorry, but I can't always pronounce things correctly. What, why? What did you say? It sounded a bit more like influenza, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so these online influencers. <laughs> yeah, I have the influencers. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. People with cold, really bad colds. No, no, the Instagram people. 
that, you know, the, oh, the influenza. <laughs> yeah, those ones. You know, but they're saying that it's claiming that those people are working with corporations and the United States government in order to manipulate our behaviour and how we think. Yeah. Who sets the norm in society? Exactly. And he has the scary part. You know, I might have said that and, you know, Richie's agreeing with me about it, with what I said. But there might be plenty of you out there who are listening to thinking, nah, that, that kind of be... Nah, Joe's a wanker. Yeah. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah. But here's the scary part. When you look at social media platforms, that's exactly what's been going on for years. There are influencers on the social media platforms. They get shut up. <laughs> <laughs> on Insta- Instagram especially. Probably Facebook. Same company. You know. Saying all. You know. Stayed at this B&B resort. You know. You should come come here. Or whatever. You know. They have been manipulating us for years. To, yeah, yeah. to, to earn money for other people. You know. It's just that it's on the internet now. Everything's Before on Before that was just mainstream media, the news. Yellow pages. Yeah. It's just a different platform. Same shit, different platform. All being controlled. And it gets worse. Have you heard of deep fakes? Yes. Have you seen how good deep fakes are? Mm-hmm. The Tom Cruise doing magic trick videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good, eh? Like. Yeah. So it looked like Tom Cruise. It sounded like Tom Cruise. But it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was some other guy who sounds completely different. Now AI is being is now being used to create these deepfake videos where it will scan hundreds or thousands of images, like say in this case, of Tom Cruise to find ones that match like oh. the the position and what have you of Facial recognition. Well, but see, the guy in the original video trying to find images of Tom Cruise that would fit up, that would fit with yeah, yeah. the way his face was at the time, and change his face to be Tom Cruise's. You know, all animated and what have you. Mm-hmm. So it's all fluid. It looks organic, as if it's Tom Cruise. And then it also monitors Tom Cruise's voice in videos, interviews, like the way he talks, and replace the guy's voice with Tom Cruise's voice. Uh-huh. You know, when you see things in some of the Tom Cruise, in, in, sorry, in the Mission Impossible m- movies, where they're impersonating someone else, and they've got that, um, like the the thing that they stick on the throat to change the voice, that they sound like someone else. Science fiction? Nah, science fact. It's happening now. I don't think there's like an actual hardware that you can use to do it yet. The government will have one. But the software is already there. The software is here and now. And ironically used to do Tom Cruise, who was the one who used it in the Mission Impossible movies. You know, talk about fucking irony. Chances are the hardware is either already there, being used by the military, like you said, or it's in development. Software's done, publicly proven. We just don't have the hardware out in the public yet. Lovely. But Tom Cruise isn't the only one that that has been done with. To highlight how dangerous deepfakes are, Jordan Peele did a deepfake video where um, of him as Obama. Oh, I know. But like in the deep fake said, this is a deep fake. I'm not really Obama. But you know, it looked like Obama. Moved like Obama. Sounded like Obama. And that—that's how dangerous deep fakes are. You can't tell them apart from the real thing if, if the quality software is being used. Cheap my software ain't going to do as good a job. You'll probably be able to spot it a mile off. But the quality software. The stuff that's worth the money you pay for it. That we haven't got. That yeah. we haven't got. That stuff can fake pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's you want to, and you and Richie, 
You want to know something even scarier than deep fakes being able to fake real people? A deep fake so convincing it wasn't even a real person. Mm. Little Michaela not only was but still is a fictional character. Uh-huh. Instagram model promoting brands posting pictures of herself travelling around and the people she's travelled with or met but it's all fake little Michaela isn't real the company used AI to create this fictional model to make all the posts and the truth only came out because somebody hacked her account found out she was fake because at this point everyone thought she was real Mm-hmm. somebody hacked the account discovered the truth that look Michaela doesn't even exist isn't a real person it was all fake uh-huh. exposed the truth and then the company admitted to the truth and what would you think would happen after that? no but we just carry on but you expect them to stop would you ex- would you have expected that she would that, that people would stop following little Michaela? No. no. Since the truth came out, she's got more followers than she had before the truth came out. That's crazy. She lost, didn't lose, so I was going to either lost none or very few followers and has in fact gained more. And I suppose it's the uh, curiosity of it now, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm probably going to look at that now. No. So that's two scary things in one. One. That the deep fake technology is so good that somebody who doesn't even exist can be created so convincingly. And two, that even after the truth came out, people still wanted to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Been, they've been sucked in. You know, and probably the new followers since the truth came out are like, "Ooh, interesting new technology." You know, let's have a Gansy. It is, it's, it's scary. It, it is really scary. At least to me. Now, you know how, you know, well, you, you made the comment at the beginning about artificial intelligence being the end of the world. Yeah. It's not just the end of the internet, it's the end of the world. You're not that far from the truth, mate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're thinking Terminator, right? Skynet. No. Yeah? Yeah, oh. but I mean... Or yeah. even the Matrix. Because mm-hmm. so far, artificial intelligence is confined to the internet, right? What is it? No, it's not. It's not. Artificial intelligence is also out in the real world with guns. Oh, a Robocop. Not exactly Robocop, because Robocop had legs. He was confined to the ground. Except in the third one where he had the jetpack, but let's not talk about that. Oh, drones and stuff. Yeah, drones. There's a company in Turkey who has created... Like unmanned drones, you know, the drones that you see with the four propellers flying around, people usually taking videos of them, what have you. Well, this com- this Turkish company has developed a drone that's been programmed with AI so sophisticated it can seek out and identify enemy targets or even just scam people and recognize who would be a target. If, you know, can recognise friend from four, and once it's identified someone who's considered an enemy or a threat, it signals the other drones, and they swarm the enemy with guns, take them out, and then move on to look for new targets. Like okay, yeah, sophisticated, yeah, all right. So, yeah, they'll identify a target, feed the information back, and someone will say, yes, that is the target, go ahead, yeah? That's what you're thinking, yeah? No. There's no human involvement. 
they get turned on and they're autonomous. They they make the decision themselves. They, well, they become sentient. It's not about becoming sentient. They've been programmed. They've been created to not need a human authorization before oh, right, before right. killing. And this is going back to stuff. I think as far as twenty eighteen, maybe. Yeah, twenty eighteen, and Turkey's been deploying them both domestically and overseas, even in Ukraine. And when Turkey was asked how many people these drones had killed a day, they refused to answer. Probably don't even know. No. Now, drones might not have anything to do with the internet, but it's still talking about artificial intelligence. And like I said before, we all know how things went with Skynet and Terminator. Mm -hmm. So I've got, a, I've got a bit of a story for you. I know. I know. You've heard of DARPA, haven't you? Yeah. The Defence Advanced Research Projects Agency. Uh, they had, at the beginning of the 21st century, the very early 2000s, they had a programme called LifeLog. And yes, it's exactly what you're thinking with a name like that. They wanted to log everything about everyone. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, what websites you visited, credit card purchases, content of telephone calls, uh, and emails both sent and received. They wanted to log everything. You know, they wanted to use wearable sensors so they could have a GPS location on anyone, anytime, anywhere. And also to capture biomedical data for everyone They've as well. Done it? This was the early 21st century. Mm. This is like 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. You know. So, yeah, we're in the 2020s now. And you're like, oh, well, the war, you're like, yeah, don't jump ahead. This is back. There's a timeline. Bear with me. Mm -hmm. Right. And another goal that DARPA had for LifeLog was a predictive function. You know, it would look for patterns in what people were doing to get a grasp of the person's relationships with others and more, so it could exploit them, exploit these patterns to ease its task, you know? Yeah. And that, and that, 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 would, that, that sounds terrifying, doesn't it, Richie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thankfully, on the 4th of February 2004, it was shut down over criticism regarding privacy concerns. Do you know what else happened on the 4th of February 2004? No idea? No. None at all? Facebook was founded. There you go. The day LifeLog shut down, oh. Facebook was founded. They changed the name. Yeah, so, well, it wasn't so much that they changed the name because Facebook has nothing to do with DARPA. But... A lot of the staff who had been working on the LifeLog project went to work for Facebook. Mm. And like you pointed out, the stuff that DARPA want to do with LifeLog is already happening today. And who's doing the majority of it? Facebook. Facebook. Yet, <coughs> there is no connection between Facebook and LifeLog, apparently. According to official posts made by DARPA, So, yeah, so that, that's the end of the, uh, what I've got for the dead internet theory. Uh, credit to All Time and the Y Files on YouTube for doing the research into this. Uh, and also credit to Illuminati Pirate for first bringing this to light. Uh, I would strongly recommend uh, that you watch the videos and even read the original post for more information if you're interested in more detail about the dead internet theory hello it's time for word of the week have you got one joe yes uh my word of the week is uniform it's something you wear to work or school
Mm. Well, mine is unicorn burgers, because you can eat them. <laughs> Especially if your name's Voldemort, but I wouldn't mm. recommend eating anything dealing with unicorns. Right, well, that yeah. was uh, an interesting show. I've decided I'm going to leave Richie's Corner till next week. Um, yeah, I totally didn't realise how long I was talking for there. Yeah, but uh, it was a very good theory. Well, it's not even a theory, it's fact. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of it is already happening, you know. So it is. It started out as a theory, but like I said, after 2016, 2017, it stopped being theory and became fact. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Right. Um, so next week it will be Richie's Corner and whatever you've got, Drew. And yeah, um, I'm not saying what I've got planned for next week. Uh, I mean, because I'm kind of torn between more than one tro- more than one topic. So right. wait, wait and see what I decide on in the end. In the end, right. yeah, I will have a couple of stories. Oh, well, one, one. We'll see how it goes. Richie's Corner story time. Mm-hmm. Well, just a little. Uh, a little tale. Cat news, should we say. Oh. Right. Yeah, then let's see what ha- is happening more in the saga of uh, gorgeous Ken and Babs and Margaret Chair and Fireman Ben. I'm and pretty <laughs> sure there'll be a lot going on. <laughs> and um, oh, what, was, what was his name? My, my favourite guy. Billy Barnes. Billy Barnes, I him and all. I'll tell you who I haven't heard from for in a while. Is the uh, the pod bats? Well, that's because you're so offensive. People don't fucking listen anymore. Well, that's not Why my can't you just be nice to people? God, well, it's a fucking big night.